from Relay FM. This is the Pen Addict, episode two hundred and twenty-seven. My name is Mike Hurley, and I am joined by Mr. Brad Dowdy. Today's show is brought to you by Harry's and Squarespace. How are you this fine afternoon, Mr. Brad Dowdy? I'm doing great this morning in U.S. East Coast time, which is the only time zone that matters. I would extremely disagree with you, but we don't need to get into that right now. <laughs> yeah, I figured I'd cause a fight right out the gate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just remember that I am in the location of the time zone that sets all time. I am actually in agreement with that. If we had one time zone, I would go with uh, GMT. Yeah, even though we're not currently in GMT, which is why mm-hmm. I was very careful with my words, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. BST, which is also best. So, yeah. you know, it doesn't really matter. I'm either in GMT, the one accurate, or I'm in best time, which I'm in right now, yes. which is British summertime. You can't really lose. Nope. Um, winning, winning. Well, I've got a lot of winning today, man. This is a very, this is a very Mike is winning. Episode. Oh my god, the the tweets mm-hmm. and texts that I've mm-hmm. received from you this past week, and the hey, look at this, and then the show notes when I looked at it this morning because I told you I was running behind, so you put a bunch of stuff in the notes. I'm like, wow, this is a big Mike was right episode if I've ever seen one. That's how it works, man. That's what I'm all mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's mm-hmm. do a couple of housekeeping items before we begin today. If you will remember, we asked for people to write in some Ask TPA questions for an episode that we are recording next Wednesday, October 26th. Brad, have you had any submissions yet? Yeah, I bet we have like 20 so far. Excellent. <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering how we're going to read all this on, on the show, and uh, I hope my voice is in better shape by next week. If there is a way for you to scan some or take pictures of some and send them to me, I'm happy to do some reading. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll have to figure something out. We can share that out. Yeah, but I have 20 so far and I haven't checked the PO box in probably like three days, four days. There's probably a good batch in there. So you still have time. um, Probably in the US, you can get something here. I'd be pretty close if you're sending something internationally. Um, to get that but send them anyway and, and we can uh, we can always work them in in future episodes we but sure we're going to do a full episode of uh, letter written postcard written as tpa which um, uh, you guys and gals have already delivered on a bunch of good stuff for us i hadn't even opened uh, most of them yet i've got cool. through like five of them so the, i'm going to put in the show notes this week's ep- uh, this week's episode uh, a link to your address yes so they can, yeah. so they can find that and they can write in um, yep. another thing if you are listening to this episode on October the 19th, the day that it comes out, you have under 24 hours to back the Nokko Lanier briefcase Kickstarter. So if you are hearing this and it is still the 19th or early on the 20th of October 2016, you need to go and back this Kickstarter campaign before it's too late. Yep, we're almost wrapping that up. It's at $55,808, which is a fantastic number. Um, we'll see if we can squeeze in a few more in the next 24 hours. And uh, we put up um, you know, the $50,000 uh, stretch goal for the A5 notebook, so people can go in and pledge for that, um, pledge for the briefcase and notebooks. And uh, we're pretty excited about getting this thing wrapped up. It was very successful from our perspective, and uh, we'll be ready to get these things cranked out. You bet. All right. Um, I got a question from Thomas Hall. Okay. Good friend of the show. Um, And he asked me, what did I sign my house paperwork with? So Mm. the house thing is continuing to be a comedy of errors. (laughs) It always is. We're not there yet, but we're getting closer. But we have signed our paperwork. Cool. So I had signed some paperwork before I went to Portland. And I signed it using my custom-made Edison Menlo filled with a black ink that was given to me by the Franklin Christoph crew. Cool. It's an ink they don't make anymore. It's in a bottle that says tester on it. I don't even know what it's called. But it was some nice black ink that I had. So that was done. I was like, great. Excellent pen to sign with, right? Like my custom-made pen. Done. Yes. But then we needed to re-sign it with a new witness on short notice. Mm. And I was out in town, was told I had to do this. I had to go to Adina's work. So anybody that has seen my YouTube video, I think it was my first YouTube video, will note that I was using a Pilot Metropolitan to sign the paperwork because that was Adina's pen. Yeah, I noticed that. It was the gold one, right? Mm Mm-hmm. 
Yep. So that's what yep. signed our house paperwork was a pilot Metropolitan. It makes me very, very sad. And it was the fountain pen model. Yeah, it was a fountain pen, of course, uh, but that still makes me sad. They make a G2 model, so I just wanted to clarify for the listeners, but it was the fountain pen model. Yep. Don't be too sad. It was still a fountain pen. That's kind of cool. Yeah, but it's not even a fountain pen that I like very much. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it wasn't a hotel big, so you're all right. Yeah. Do what you got to do, right? I know, I know. But, so, is there more paperwork signing? What What's the hold up here? <sighs> I don't even want to get into it. It's, it's all the <laughs> other people. It's stuff that they never bothered to do, that we're having to do, and there's yeah. and this other company that's involved hasn't got the paperwork together yet. It's just a huge mess of crap. Uh, yeah. But every day we get closer, but we, every day we also get further away. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's switch gears here and talk about more fun stuff like stationery and mm-hmm. a lot of new products on on this episode, huh? Yeah, there's a lot of releases in the last couple of days. Uh, yeah, first yeah. up, uh, Baron Fig have released yet another product, the most prolific of uh, stationery companies that I'm aware of, and it's called the Archer. When it's a pencil, it's a woodcase pencil. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to say, like uh, Adina was looking for a planner. 20, for 2017 and I just yeah. sent her a link to the Baron Fig one and was like this is going to do you absolutely fine like when I say the prolificness of them it's not a criticism it's just they really are they've always got new stuff going on they're a they are a hustling company for sure I, I like that like I like to see it that's a very difficult thing to yep. do yep. Um, and I like seeing that out of them um, and I like seeing the new products, new colors, you know, even if it's the same notebook, different color, different cover type, you know, different pattern. Oh, Hey, we got the planner now, you know, and they did the Squire earlier this year, which turned out great. And then they just came out with the Archer pencil, which number one, I love the name. Um, number two, it just seems like a pencil to me. Um, it's yeah, kind of say like, this just seems really boring. I mean, maybe yeah. we're kind of biased. Um, definitely, because we're not definitely really pencil biased. people. So, like a pencil to excite us has to have some flair, like extra weird flair, like those uh, black wings that you get, right? Yeah. Because just like the general specs of the pencil is not really that interesting, you know. Like it's like well, it is what it is. Um, but uh, the Squire wasn't just a pen. Like mm-hmm. they did some interesting and different things with it, like. It's shaped mm-hmm. unlike any pen that I've owned, right? Like mm-hmm. that, that really interesting kind of teardrop-ish shape that it has. And they had, it wasn't a click mechanism. It was a twist mechanism, which is not that uh, usual, especially for a pen with the refills that it takes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, that was a really exciting and really great pen. The Squire is, is just a wood case pencil. Yeah, but what are you gonna do? Quite honestly, and no, no. Th- this is this is the way Mechanical? I see it. Mechanical. Yeah, but I mean, they and they may eventually do that. But this here is what I see the Archer pencil as. This is a perfect product for Baron Figs fans and customers. I mean, that's the most important thing, really. That's that's the most important thing. They don't need They're to not excite m- me and you, right? So I think they did exactly what they needed to do. Um, I think I want to try them because of. The, the thing that interests me the most is the feel of the barrel. It's a little bit of a textured, they call it a slipless finish. Okay, So it's not like cool. a, a glossy painted finish. So it'll have a little bit of a grip, a little bit of a tactile feel in it. So I'd be interested to try that. I love the, I'm a fan of non-eraser uh, pencils, you know, the dipped ends. Yeah, um, I like erasers. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um but outside of that, you know, it's not something I'm rushing out to get. But, you know, it's also not a product made for me necessarily. Right? Friend of the it's- show, Andy Wolfley of uh, Wood Clinched, the blog and the Erasable podcast. He is the pencil guy and he seems mm-hmm. to be very happy with it. He seems like he really likes it. So, I mean, if Andy likes it, I'm sure it's a good product. But it's just not something that excites the non-pencil person, I think, really. Yeah, yeah. And it's, you know, one lead grade which is totally fine except that you know now that we've been spoiled with <laughs> 23 different lead grades or whatever the the whole range is you know 
like I have a specific lead that I like, a uh, hardness, so I know I can get a specific hardness that I enjoy. So this is just like a regular pencil, which is great. So um, they interviewed uh, Joey and Adam on the Erasable podcast this week, and I did text over to uh, Joey this morning just to find out where they're made and what the wood is because weirdly Andy didn't have that information um, or didn't ask that information of them. And then, you know, it's just, it's regular cedar wood and they're, uh, European made pencils. So he didn't specify which country, but I was just curious, you know, where, where they're made at. Um, I love the packaging, although the fact I'm not, that they I'm, fit 12 in that little box <laughs> is really interesting. It's really cool. Like I'm on, I'm, I'm on, I'm on team, no packaging. Like I don't care because I pay for that. Right. So that $15 pack of pencils I don't, the cool packaging doesn't come for free. It's built into that price, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm on team no packaging, um, but it looks cool how they did it. They they spent a lot of time and effort you on it. You only feel that way because you know what packaging costs now, though. Right. <laughs> I'm super biased on that. Yeah. It's really expensive. So, but um, it, it's really good. It looks good. It's, I mean, it's a barren fig product, and I think that's a very high compliment. It looks like their stuff. I mean, and they spent a lot of time and, and effort on it. So I will check them out one day. I'm not like jumping through my computer screen to grab them like some other products we're going to talk about later. But um, yeah, perfectly fine. And what'll be cool is when they make this in an orange barrel with a dark orange tip on the end, and then I'll, I'll think differently of it. You know what? As you said that, like maybe if it was orange, I would be like, best pencil ever. <laughs> I know, right? It's That's totally it. And this is what you do for your base level, right? Your introductory base level is standard. So now they have the whole rainbow of options open up to them, yeah. right? When they want to do, you know, they can make a set, you know, with their next limited edition notebook and make it a set with some uniquely colored pencils. Colored, you know, paint jobs on the pencils. Um, not colored pencils, but you know what I mean. So yeah, yeah. it's it sets them up perfectly for for that type of stuff. So looks good, and uh, I'll be anxious to try them out. I'm just you know not in a super rush to go grab them. Talking about this that. next one though, Ugh. yeah. Oof. <laughs> I'm on this. I'm all over this one, Mike. Really? Yeah. Okay, so. A million people have sent this to us. It is a uh, $20,000 pen, um, which is, I mean... I you got are like, way underselling it. I got like two minutes into the explanation of this thing and just had to close <laughs> the tabs because it was just too much for me. Uh, it is a, it's like, it's a rocket pen with a huge base. I'm just so I'm I couldn't be less interested in this because it's just it just it's just I'm I'm fed up of <laughs> this ridiculous crap where these companies are making these pens for tens of thousands of dollars just to get publicity. It really annoys. I'm I'm fed up of it. I'm fed up of it. Wow, I did not expect this. Jeez, settle it's like down, that Mike. Pen. Who made that pen with the four inks that went in it? Right? Was that Monte Grappa uh, or someone? Uh, Visconti. Right. Or, uh, it was one of those, yeah. And it annoys me because it's these pen companies that know that this stuff is crap, right? Because this one was a collaboration between MBNF, which I think is a design studio, and Karen Dash. And, like, Karen Dash know this is dumb. Like, they know this is ridiculous, <laughs> that nobody can afford this. Nobody would buy it. The people that would buy it don't care. And they're only doing it so they get the press for it because this has been everywhere the last few days. It's it's just dumb publicity stunts which undermines the stuff that that is to be enjoyed about these things. I'm fed up with it. Wow. Didn't expect that, did you? <laughs> I did not expect that. It's a Brad Dowdy I mean, level uh, <laughs> anger there. Excuse me. Yeah, that was like, wow. I did not see that coming. But, um, I mean, I disagree with you just in the... I, I just laughed at it. Like, it didn't get me all hot and bothered like you. Um, I just laughed at it. I think it's funny. At first, I laughed at it. Then I started reading through their press stuff. <laughs> yeah, you went further than me. About how amazing this thing is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, now that's that's too much. If I, if I did that, I, I'd probably have the same feeling. But, the, um, I mean, you know, this is on Elon Musk's desk and Jeff Bezos' desk and 
uh, that's about it. <laughs> They've probably sold two of them so far, but um, you know, sometimes designers and builders want to sow their uh, sow their wild oats, and you know, they get a uh, they get a crazy idea, and you know, I am all for flex that. their creative muscle a little bit. I am and, all you know, for that. They went for it, but then it starts showing up in general news. Yeah. Now, okay, that bothers me. Right. I don't Be- need this on. Do this, like Gizmodo and, and Gadget. And- do this and sell it direct to millionaires. Right, but right. don't then start sending your PR press release out to Engadget and Nerdist. Like these companies don't find these things randomly. You've sent it to them. I will agree with you on that part. Yeah, this needs to go in the Rob report. You know. Yeah. Or some other you know high end luxury stuff. You know, um, instead of just the full the full press slam for you know tech and gadget sites where the put it it in harper's bazaar right like you know right it it just really annoys me because people send it to me that don't listen to this show Mm -hmm. i think to kind of make fun of me (laughs) i don't know (laughs) right because they think like not to be mean but to be like it it just undermines the fact that people think this is a weird hobby Mm mm-hmm so I think that people send it to me because they're like, oh, look at this dumb hobby of yours and this silly, <laughs> look at this silly pen that I'm sure you would love. And yeah, it yeah, frustrates yeah. me because, yeah, it, 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 it just, it, I don't like it. I just, it just annoys me. I mean, this is a really great looking pen, but you don't need, you can make is. a pen that looks like this that doesn't cost $20,000. You could do that. You could make it $2,000. Sure. Right? Yeah, like, it better. doesn't need to be 20 grand. It doesn't need that huge stand with a tiny astronaut on it. <laughs> says you wow we should we should take a break now say what you wanted to say about it uh, I, i'm being probably unnecessarily angry about it no there was nothing i want to say about it it's insane and it goes in the the in the bucket with all the other insane pins that we always make but fun it of, is so beautiful it is beautiful it is. and yeah. everything about it like the way that it stands up with that little thing and it's, then you take the pen. it's amazing it's technically awesome, and uh, it looks great, and it's twenty thousand dollars. Makes me this like is like the same kind of feeling I had about the Visionaire. <laughs> of, all, of, of all the things I thought you would get bent out of shape on, this would have been at the bottom of my list. It's the opposite of that. But it's like the opposite of the Visionaire thing because it's undermining the thing yeah. that we love. I agree with you. The problem, the difference in our opinion of of this is you saw it everywhere you didn't expect to see it. Yeah. And now you get called out, hey, Mike, look at this, because, you know, Joe Tech Guys found it on his site. Exactly. People send me it and they're like, I bet you would like this. Yeah. Oh, this is the pen guys thing. And it's like so unrelated to what we talk about. I I see your point. And I find it frustrating. And, And it... It would annoy me less if it, if there wasn't a company like Karen Dash involved. Mm. If this design agency just went out and did this, fine. Sure. Because they're making like a publicity stunt for themselves. But this is like a respected pen company mm. who are doing this because who knows why they're doing it. Because <laughs> they can, Mike. Because they can. This week's episode is brought to you by a company that is well above all of this. And that is Harry's. This is a company that makes incredible products and sells them at fair prices. This is the kind of company that we love. Harry's are so good and they are so confident in the quality of their shaving products that they're now offering you to try them at the best possible price, Brad. That is free. Their amazing Mm. free trial set comes with a razor, five-blade cartridge, and shaving gel as well. It's free. When you sign up for a Harry's shave plan, all you need to do is pay Three dollars for shipping, and you get all of those fantastic products. They're just yours. Harry's have amazing five-blade razors that include a soft flex hinge for comfortable glide, a trimming edge for the little trimming blades, so you can get those hard-to-reach places and just keep that uh, facial hair that you might keep in good condition, good shape. Get, like, get those lines cut in. You get a lubricating strip on these razors so that glide will feel nice and smooth and you get a textured razor handle for more control when your hands are wet. Most companies charge you when they upgrade the quality of their razors, when they make new products, when they make great stuff. Harry's doesn't. Their prices are staying the same 
That's what they believe in. Harry's believe so much in the quality of their razors that they guarantee that quality. You'll get a full refund if you're not happy. Harry's new razors offer an even higher quality shave at about half the price of the other big brand blades. That is why, on average, an everyday shaver saves $150 each year on blades using Harry's. Now, I have a friend over here who is a, an everyday shaver with Harry's products. Did you get that? Did you get that uh, shave cream that you were looking for? I did. I did. I got four tubes of it. And now I'm gonna, <laughs> I just made a note. I made a note to go adjust my subscription to include that instead of just blades. I need to have that included so I don't have to think about it anymore. And I will admit to making a Harry's mistake. I made a. I made a, a rookie traveler mistake. So uh-huh. I was on vacation last week, and I brought my Harry's razor, and I didn't bring an extra blade or swap out the blade. And I was gone for seven days. And I noticed after my first shave, I was like, wow, I really needed to replace this blade. So I was kind of ticked off that I had to go the rest of the week with kind of a, you know, a dull blade. And I couldn't wait to get home. And like the first thing I did was was shave with a fresh blade. And I was like, ah, okay, back to normal. So, Because yeah, this is the I, thing uh, with I Harry's, failed. right? Like I think everybody's mm-hmm. used to using the same blades over and over again. Mm-hmm. But once you've used Harry's products and because of their cheap prices, you can change the razors out way faster than regularly. So now you're yep. used to being like, oh, this doesn't matter. I'll change it every day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I'm not quite at that level, but yeah, it was uh, it was always good, always good to get uh, that nice, nice fresh blade snapped in there. So good stuff. Go to Harry's.com right now. Enter the code PenAddict at checkout to claim your free trial set. And because you're a listener of the PenAddict, you also get a bonus post shave balm added to your order for free on top of that great free trial set all you need to do is pay the shipping as h-a-r-r-y-s.com use the code penaddict to get your free trial set when you sign up for a plan and you'll get a free post shave balm as well thank you so much to harry's for their support of this show and relay fm so i did a fun thing on on the sly a few weeks ago mike i was on a podcast called ear snacks which is a great name for a show it's a great name and it's uh by a duo named Andrew and Polly, and they're like kids entertainers, if you will. They go around, they like tour, play music, do shows for like, you know, younger kids, like, you know, that are just learning their alphabets and colors and, you know, at a very, very young age. And they they dropped the episode last week and I started getting, uh, I got several tweets say, oh my God, I just heard Brad <laughs> on the Ear Snacks podcast. You know, a bunch of people were like super surprised that I just like dropped in there. Um, so it was nice to get those tweets from people who were happen to be Ear Snacks listeners for themselves uh, or for their kids. And, uh, and me have a little sneak appearance on there. It was like a two minute little bit. And, you know, I just talked about a few pens, talk about fountain pens for kids. And uh, they were talking about letter writing and things like that. So that was super fun. So thank you, Andrew and Polly, for having me on. Yeah, um, I'll have to check that out. I didn't even know it happened. So I'll put it in the show notes so people can grab it as well. Yep. Yep. Uh, I, I kept that one on the download. I wasn't sure when it was going to launch and then it, it launched when I was I was gone. So uh, it's very cool. It's only a 20 minute show and you can, you know, skip over to, to my part. But it's a good show. If you have kids. Um, young kids, you know, like probably like five and younger that you like to listen to, listen to different things and help them learn different things. I thought it was very cool. It was cool. cool. They, um, they have all these kids like saying all the letters of the alphabet and they edit them in. So when we talked about a fountain pen nib, they like edit in little kids like going N I B. <laughs> it was very That's cool. Awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. It was very cool. So what is not awesome is the hype train around the Lamy 2050th anniversary edition. Did you know that's actually available? The um, amber thingamajig. Honey, amber, what's it called? Black. It's amber something. I've seen one. Yeah. They had one at the pen show, the London (laughs) pen show. I picked it up and looked at it and was like, all right. So this fell extraordinarily flat. Like we were all hyped about it when they said they're doing something like yep. early in the year. And then was it late spring, early summer, the pictures came out and that's when we're starting to kind of not understand what they're doing a little bit. Like, okay, it's very meh. And all of a sudden it became for sale and I didn't hear a single peep. Nope. I didn't catch it until uh, Dries at the Pencil Case blog picked one up on, uh, and reviewed it. And I just saw that link over the past weekend. I was like, I didn't even know this thing launched. 
and it's supposed to be like one of the hottest pins they've ever released and i didn't hear a word like because it's not interesting nothing it's not interesting i am i mean it's perfectly fine but i i would rather have the stainless steel model than this one um the problem was it's like this is the problem with with rumor cycles and stuff like that right you build up your expectations and then they get too high like we were all expecting like a blue one or a red one or a gold one or a green you know we all had our own expectation of the lamy 2000 we wanted but what we got was just a different material of the one exact one that we're used to Mm. that was the problem right and this is this is the issue with the rumor cycles but honestly though like rumors or no rumors lamy d- didn't really do anything exciting they d- i don't think that they did something worthy of their 50th anniversary they may yeah. as well have made it out of like sa- solid still- silver and charged tens of thousands of dollars for it sure right because That's this okay. is the thing that i would get on board with it's like all right like this is a an anniversary edition you don't want to sell or make too many of them like make it a super exclusive rare thing like a bunch of companies have like i see that as as reason enough to do something crazy uh, rather than just deciding you want to put out a press release for a pen that you made that looks like a space rocket. Yeah, they played it safe. They played the middle, and it fell totally flat. I mean, they will see no ill effects from it because they'll sell every single one of the 5,000 that they made, yep. so they don't really care. But it's just it was just so uninspired after, you know, we admittedly built it up. Like, this is going to be great. It's going to be epic because we all love the 2000. I love the 2000. You do too. It's one of my favorite um, pens. It's, it's a classic pen. It's one of the best pens ever made. It's a pen that's displayed in museums because of its design. And it's I mean, just... I, you know, to be completely frank, I just wanted a reason to buy another one. <laughs> like, sure. But they haven't given me that reason. <laughs> Yeah, I, I agree completely. So, you know, whatever. I mean, I, I'm just surprised that now that it's actually available for sale, I haven't heard a peep about it. Mm-hmm. No one's asking me about it. No emails. Um, one blog post review, which was a great review. Um, Drees made it look as beautiful as I've seen. And his pictures are better than any pictures that Lamy put out they his pictures made it look at least intriguing and sexy and nice but it's still the fact that it's not different enough but uh, Lamy's pictures are actually pretty poor Dries actually could show some of the different differentiation in the um in the models between the black and the stainless steel and and this black amber what blog was that but on the pencil case blog yep so yeah what it's it's yeah, it's another pin, whatever. But I mean, there'll be plenty of people that buy it. They'll they'll absolutely sell out of it, and you know, that's you know all Lamy cares about, really. I mean, if if they sell out the pin, yeah, I gotta a good say, job his, as far as they're concerned, his right? pictures are way better than than it's, the ones that I've seen. But it really like I wouldn't be able to tell the difference between this and the stainless steel model, right? Right, like if you just show them to me, I'd be like, uh, it's the stainless steel one. Like I wouldn't, mm-hmm. I wouldn't know, right? So, yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame. All right. Well, let's turn it around into something that's not a shame. I'm going to I'm going to let you let you drive here because uh you had a big week. You had a big week on the Twitter Twitter machine. <laughs> Every week's a big week on the Twitter machine for me and my friend. <laughs> All right. So, there was uh, an, an unexpected um amount of field notes news. I think before that, we should maybe talk about our impressions of lunacy a little bit. We both got them now, right? Yes, but I haven't opened mine yet. Oh my god, you're the worst person. Are they near you? Gone. I've been gone. Um, they're maybe twenty steps away. I can go get them if you'd like me to step away real quick. Go get them, and I'll start talking about them. All right. So the Lunacy Edition is the uh, the most recent Field Notes edition. Uh, As a subscriber, I have the four pack, which includes the No Moon Cutout. They are the Moon Cutouts. So I have a full moon cutout, a half moon, uh, a crescent moon, and then a new moon, a No Moon edition. Um, and they've got the kind of gray paper inside with the reticle grid. Uh, something that I didn't know from when we were talking about it last time when we just had pictures is that there is a slight texture to the cover, which I quite like. Um, this is a very interesting, very different edition. It is a beautiful edition, um, but it's a weird edition at the same time. So like the complete full moon one, the cover feels very strange because there's just this big hole cut out in the middle. 
but then it has like the shiny paper on the inside, which has the photo of the moon, which you see through the cutout, the whole cutout, and then you have some moon information on the inside of them. So it's got a little bit extra rather than just the practical applications, the story and the specifications. It's got some moon facts and some moon information which you can look at, which is kind of cool and has some spacey stuff in there. Um, I really like this edition because it's black all black it has something weird to it you know i love my weird ones and it's also got a reticle grid it's basically a winner for me yeah so i'm back i'm gonna undo this here so i was gone all week last week they came in the day before i left um i didn't have time to open them so now i'm you're gonna have to listen back to the show to get my my quick review that i just gave that was a trick all in all i really like them i really really do like them it's not my favorite edition ever but it's up there, I think. I think it's quite close to the top. Oh, so the little moon designs are kind of glossy. Yeah. They're like, mag- they're like magazine stock. Yep. The ins- I thought it might have been that um, indestructible paper. Mm-hmm. It is not, because I ripped it immediately. <laughs> <laughs> um, the gray background is a little bit subtler than I thought it would be, which is great. Are yep. they different shades in each one? The paper, do you no, mean? No, they're all the same. Huh? Do you mean the paper? The paper. Yeah, no, it's the same. It's way so- It's really, really subtle. Like I, I don't even know if I would have known. If yeah, so I've heard. Me. I've heard. I've gotten two tweets on this. One said, "Have you tried the lunacy? They're extremely fountain pen friendly." I've seen that. And the other, t- the other tweet was, "Have you tried the lunacy? My fountain pens don't work at all on them. <laughs> so I don't know what what's I've what." I've tried it, and it's as it's as good as any standard field notes. So which um, which one did you choose to start first? So you have the full moon, the half moon, and the, the crescent moon. I went with full moon. That's yeah, that's a tough decision. I went with full moon. You, you seem you seem like a full moon guy. The in, my favorite of the four though is the new moon. Yeah, that's pretty rad. It's just completely black cover, and I was saying like I didn't know that the the covers were textured. They've got like an interesting mm-hmm. texture to them, haven't they? Which I wasn't expecting. Yeah, you would almost call that. It's almost like a subtle, like vinyl. It yeah, it feels thing. like fake leather, like yeah. plastic leather. I really like this oh edition. My. It's got a lot of the things that I like in a in a like. If I just went to set, what is my perfect field notes? Right, it's reticle grid. Yeah. I really love black covers on them. Black staples you know, go. Black staples, like it's it's a total like murdered out edition. Yeah, right. And the uh, the embossed full moon on the back of each is a is a great touch. Yeah, that's a really nice. I like that one a lot. I showed mm-hmm. these to Adina, and she was like, "Ooh!" So she's gonna yeah. get a pack of mine. What I don't like is how, and I don't know if this is just my pack. I don't like how the reticles not full bleed through the top of the page. There's a larger gap. There should be a bleed reticle oh, yeah, cut through the top. Is yeah, yours yeah. the same way? Yeah, that's weird. It's a longer dimension there. It should be a full bleed. Uh, dimension because the bottom's not spaced as evenly. Yeah, it should either go. There should either be another one, or there should be mm-hmm. more even spacing on top and bottom. Right. But I'm I'm all over these. Um, I'm just picking I think up. They're great. I mean, I, that's the kind of stuff I. I, I am for. missing the belly band though. Like I've yeah, got the whole I mean, pack sitting on my desk, and they're just like yeah. the, the front covers popping open. I wish I could just put them back in there. Oh, I see what you're saying. You know, what well, I mean? that's what the that's what the bands of rubber are for. So yeah, I have a I have a whole new bag of those things coming with the extras <laughs> that right. I bought. Oh, I love those them. Are so good. I love them for so use them for so many stationary related things. Like I'll mm-hmm. get like a bunch of pencils and just throw one of those thick rubber bands around it. I had one of those snap on me once. My oh. word, <laughs> that was painful. That's serious business. They are some serious rubber bands. That that thing uh, that that snapped me. That hurt a lot. So yeah, I give huge thumbs up to Lunacy. At some point, I'm gonna. I think I mentioned this. Like, I'm gonna make a field notes vlog episode. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where I'm gonna show them all off, and at that point, when I've got them all, all of the ones that I have in front of me, I'm gonna rank them again. I need to see oh, cool. all of my additions again to really get them a proper ranking again. So yeah. I need to update my list. I, I I usually do it every five, and I think I'm I missed the last group of five, so I need to look at that. It's really that's, hard that's to rank them the, from memory. On the radar. Yeah, I plan on yeah. doing it. All right. Um, now we've got one of two new products. Um, we have something called the Brands Hall Pen, completely out of left field. Wouldn't have 
expected that this would occur. Um, this is a new pen that Field Notes are making. It is priced at $160. There are 1,500 of them in total. It's limited edition. The pen body, it's a, it is a rollable, right? It's a rollable, isn't it? I believe so. Yes. Yeah, it's a rollable. It the body of the pen is wood, but it's reclaimed wood from a building called Brands Hall in Chicago that was built after the Great Chicago Fire of 1871, which is amazing. So they've worked with a local company um, to make this thing, and it's made out of wood from Chicago. Allegory Goods is the company. Mm-hmm. Um, and the wood has like a, 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 is it debossed or embossed? I think it's debossed where they've cut Deep the field boss. notes name into it. Mm-hmm. It's an absolute stunner. It's got um, chrome on the, the, the ends of it. Like it's got chrome furniture. Uh, it has a stainless steel tip and uses a, it comes with a Schneider Top Ball 850 refill, but will take any Pilot G2. And it also comes in a leather sleeve as well. This is a beautiful, beautiful thing. It's not. I don't think it's a pen for me. Um, but I, I absolutely think it is a beautiful edition and a, and a worthy edition. Um, I like that it's got a clip on it. So to me, this is extremely similar to the Baron Fig Archer. This is a good pen for the brand. It fits Field Notes perfectly. Right. Fits Field Notes perfectly. It's not a product for me. Doesn't mean anything about the product, whether good, bad, indifferent, for me, it's not something that interests me whatsoever. But I'll tell you though, like if I, if some, if, if it was, holiday season and i opened this on christmas morning i would be really happy with that that right? is like if somebody absolutely bought me correct. this as a gift like i would be like wow this is amazing like absolutely me, not 100% just anyone agree. like me but i yep. just wouldn't go out and buy it myself because i don't rollables enough but right. i think and for, it's the same with the pencils i mean that's that's the correct sentiment if i got a box yeah. of those pencils in my stocking that would be sweet this is like a great thing for any field notes aficionado, but it's up to you whether you want to buy it. I mean, they did call out, especially on the page, that it takes Schmidt refills. And yeah. when I saw that, I was like, Ugh! like I thought, thought about it for just a second. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm not personally gonna get it yet. I'm, I'm not actually gonna say I will never get this because the more and more I look at this pen, the more enchanted I am by it. Um, mm. But I just, I just, it's just not really my thing. Like if yeah. you lived in Chicago, like as well, it's like perfect, right? Because this is a right. very like true to Chicago thing, like they do, which is awesome. They they really love their town, uh, and it's it's a nice looking thing. Yeah, I definitely wanted to point out the the Chicago thing. They super love Chicago, and I love that they just like bring that out and you know teach us you know non Chicagoans just about their city and how much they love it. I I I, I really like seeing that. Like yesterday, I learned that there was a great fire in eighteen seventy one. Right, no right. That. Right now, right. I know there's one. Yeah, this is a this is a really nice product. It's a nice addition to their line. I think in the same way of like um, you know, like the leather covers covers that they do, like the yeah. Pony Express pouch and the Everyday Carry mm-hmm. thing. It's like mm-hmm. I think that they are amazing. I just don't buy. I just wouldn't buy them for myself. But again, like right. if they were given to me as gifts, I would be ecstatic. Right, and same yeah. with the archival box. I think the archival box is one of the coolest things they've ever I ever made. Those, uh, I own zero. <laughs> I, I, that's that's one that I would buy because it's like yeah, I yeah. Love this. But yeah, yeah they but they I've, make these things, and I think they're great additions to their line, um, especially if they can just sit there and they could just sell them. You know, they just every now and then someone will buy one. Yep. Um, yep. I think it's I think it's really cool, and and I like that yeah. they're doing some little extra things now. I, I think it helps kind of in the exact same way as Baron Fig flesh them out. You know, like you can come right. and buy a whole collection of stuff if you want it. So I think yep. that adding more stuff like this to the line is, is only a good thing. I can see Jim and Brian, while this pen was being made, I bet they were pretty jacked about this pen. Yeah. They yeah. care a lot about this stuff and, you know, doing something really cool with Chicago and the, the history. This isn't something that was just thrown together. This wasn't a pen that they just bought and stamped their logo yep. into, right? Like you can see that. Yep, yep, yep. So why don't you talk about what you really want to talk about? <laughs> You've been burying the lead the whole show. So let's get to it. No, I'm going to bury it even further. Oh. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace, the simplest way for anyone to create a beautiful landing page, website, or online store. Start building your website today at squarespace.com and use the offer code INK, I-N-K, at checkout to get 10% off your first purchase. Squarespace gives you all of the power that you need. They put it right in the palm of your hands to create something, to 
put something out into the world, to capture every detail of what drives you. Squarespace believes that if it's worth the effort for you to want to do something with it, it's worth sharing with the world. So they make sure that they give you all of the tools that are necessary to do this. They give you tools and templates that are easy to use, professionally designed, uh, updated, they're powered perfectly they kept secure they kept stable this is what squarespace is all about it is a platform to allow you to put whatever it is that you make do or want to say online they have 24 7 support in case you need it they have a commerce platform in case there's anything you want to sell many companies use squarespace to sell stuff relay fm does Knockco. we use squarespace to sell stuff because they have everything they have all the integrations that we need they have all of the inventory software that we need at an incredible price and also with the ability to add things like blogs and galleries and if we wanted to we could have music pages they are a full fleshed out thing that you can use this is why squarespace are trusted by millions of people around the world and some huge companies as well Everything features responsive design. It looks great on all sizes of device. And if you know what you're doing, you can go into the dev platform and tinker around and make some changes. But if you don't, if you have no idea, if you've never built a website before, you're going to find it a breeze on Squarespace, just like me. I don't know how to do any of that code stuff. And I've been using Squarespace for years because they allow me to express myself without needing to spend hours and hours and hours trying to work out the HTML code to center this header on my website. You don't need to worry about any of that with them. If you sign up for a year with Squarespace, you'll get a free domain name, allowing you to choose exactly what you want your site to be called, and their plans start at only $12 a month. You can sign up for a free trial with no credit card required and start building your own website straight away. It's a fully featured trial by going to squarespace.com. Then when you decide to sign up, make sure that you use the offer code INK, I-N-K at checkout to get 10% off your first purchase and show your support for The Pen Addict. Thank you to Squarespace for supporting this show and Relay FM. Two weeks now. ago on this show, <laughs> we, we were talking about lunacy, right? It had just been released. Yeah. And we got into somewhere talking about arts and sciences and the byline edition. Mm-hmm. And I said on that show that I would give up my quest to make arts and sciences, like to try and convince Field Notes to make arts and sciences a standard edition in lieu of making Byline a standard edition, because Byline is way better for the what I was using it than Arts and Sciences are, which is just for my on-desk notes that I take during the show. Because it's perfect, it sits flat, it's, it doesn't take up a lot of room, it's nice and long so I can stand it up and see my notes in front of me when I'm editing. I said, come on, Field Notes, let's make this a standard edition, and then I'll stop my quest. You know, we know it makes sense here. So... A couple of days ago, when they announced the Brands Hall pen, they also announced the front page edition, which is a standard stock edition, which is the byline in every sense of the word except a different color cover. And it came out. I immediately sent it to Brad with a <laughs> hell yeah, I've done it. And then uh, I received many, many, many tweets and emails yep. <laughs> about this. Uh, to the point where the Field Notes Twitter account, hello there, whoever runs the Field Notes Twitter account, you're a lovely person, tweeted a few tweets. They said, more, there have been more mails to the HQ today about making a reporter's notebook a regular part of the line than any subject in 2016, and then said, we blame Mike. <laughs> and then I I was tweeting at them, and they uh, used it. I said that Mike was right, and then they said, Hashtag Mike was indeed right. I'll put those tweets in the show notes if you want to see them. Uh, I just want to say I have no delusions of grandeur here. I was obviously not responsible for this. Like they did it like two weeks ago. Go, right, <laughs> right. change the color in that printer. We're making yeah. these standard. Uh, but I have to say that I do feel very vindicated in it at least. This is, yes. this is now... Because now... I can use my bylines that I have because I bought a bunch of them and I won't have to worry about running out of them. That was always the thing of arts and sciences when I had that panic and begged the listeners to sell any that they had to me. <laughs> I don't have to worry about it anymore because this is a standard edition. I think this is a great addition to their lineup, a better addition to their lineup than uh, an arts and sciences size book would be yep. in all honesty because it's different and it's something else. Uh, I Huge thumbs up, Field Notes. I love you guys and gals so much for doing this um you're a fantastic company 
I will be your brand advocate for life. I have that in me. <laughs> Thank you. So I replied when I saw that, I, I replied, hashtag Brad was wrong. And I'm only wrong in the fact that I didn't think they would do it until they sunsetted the steno pad. Like, I think this is a great stock product. I think the name they chose is killer. This has obviously been in the works since their original production. It's awesome. I'm so glad that they did this. Um, I just didn't think it would come, um, at least not this quickly. So we'll see if the steno gets retired. Then, I'll, then I'll, I'll, I'll remove the Brad was wrong. But Mike was so right on this one. Um, it really needed to be a. It was time for a new stock item anyway. So I, I couldn't think of a better, uh, better product than to to pick this one because it's really different than what they have. Um, although it's awfully similar to the steno. So we'll see what happens with that. So, even though that's Jim's favorite book. That's he what I was going to say. The canary in the coal mine is finding out what does Kudal have on his desk now. Right. If right. he still keeps the steno on his desk, that product ain't going away, right? But right, if he swapped right. it out for byline now, maybe it will. Yep. I bet he Or for front swapped. page. Great name. Great yes, name change. Name. Byline to front page. Um, and I like that they kept it exactly the same. Yep. Right? It, like, the, even the inside of the product has got all the stuff on it. It's got, like, the nice logo on the front, like the winged, uh, the winged eagle with the pen yep. and uh, whatever the other Lightning. thing is. Uh, yeah, lightning. the lightning bolt, like they've yeah. kept that and they've just changed the color. I love the color. Um, so, yeah, huge, massive thumbs up to Field Notes. Um, thank yeah, you for like, giving I me could, an awesome day. <laughs> I could see, like, I could see the smiles just in your text <laughs> the way it came. Man, I was <laughs> it so was just excited. funny. It was pretty awesome. Uh, also, there was something else cool in that email, huh? There was the XOXO edition. It's the 2016 XOXO, the incredible, I think probably the best um, of all the XOXO editions is for sale. I think even now there are still some left available, which is very surprising to me. I checked mm. before the show went up and it didn't say it was sold out on the website. Did you buy any? I did. I bought two. Um, and uh, Tiffany, if you're listening, um, our deal is still intact. Um, I know I owe you an answer on that. So she she made me an offer. I, I couldn't refuse for a pack of them. But I went ahead and bought a couple too. So I, I want to let her know that I'm going to come through with uh, hold up my end of the bargain as soon as I get a little less busy. But um, yeah, I think they're a great looking addition. I didn't buy any extras of this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I bought two and I, I want because I wanted to buy one of the front page as well just to compare. Yeah, because I have a pack. Right, I mm-hmm. figured I mm-hmm. would let other people get in and get them, but it looks like they haven't sold. I thought they were going to sell out like immediately, but yeah. that doesn't seem to have been the case. Cool, but uh, yeah, I would suggest people go and pick them up because I think that they're awesome. Uh, I'm not going to yeah, buy anymore. Right. I would have bought some. I would have bought an extra pack if I was making an order of something else. Like when I ordered uh, the extra lunacy, I would have had just thrown a pack in there. But I'm not going to spin sure. up an entire order for just one pack of these. I've got a three pack. Um, I can just keep one of the books as I do and use the other yep. ones. Exactly. This is a conversation I was having with Stephen Hackett yesterday. We were talking about them. Like he bought, I think he said he wasn't also not going to buy a pack because he had one. And he was like, I already have more of these than I can ever use. And I keep buying more anyway. <laughs> and I couldn't agree more. <laughs> He's such a stealth pen addict. Like he has his one pen in his notebook, but he, he, he burns through that stuff. He uses notebooks faster than I do. Yep. Yep, I love it. <laughs> Tony in the chat <laughs> room just said, "Mike, just toss them in with your order of five hundred front pages." <laughs> now that's our that's our friend Anthony, um, our good friend of the show and friend of the world, Anthony yep. uh, Weller. He he bought. I think it was when he told me it was fourteen extra packs of byline, and then by the time I had talked about it, it was some other number, like higher number. So yeah, yeah it's I'm, good. I mean, uh, if you find something that fits you perfectly, go for it, man. Buy it. It's great all. stuff buy it all all right now we have some uh some fun knock news to round out the show today yeah speaking of buy it all um <laughs> we <laughs> we launched to retailers on monday so this isn't stuff you see like necessarily publicly um but we allowed retailers to begin purchasing not goods at wholesale so they can sell them on their sites or in person, whatever. So we launched that on Monday and we sent it out to a bunch of retailers. And um, like you can see like on Goulet pens, they've already like preloaded, like for when their stuff arrives, they've got the pictures up with the new colors. Um, 
of the Sinclair, you know, like the brass towns aren't ready yet, but those are coming soon. So they have like a placeholder. Um, so yeah, we're really excited about this. This is why I've been so busy and like, haven't been like super responsive on Twitter and email and stuff is not my vacation that we planned like six months ago could not have come at like any worse time the yeah. entire year than last week. <laughs> it's That's just how, how that stuff happens. Go, man. Right. With the Kickstarter wrapping up and the retail launch coming, it was just like I was on the I was driving back from the Grand Canyon like on the phone for like an hour, just like yelling, just trying to get things done. <laughs> so, um, it's a this is a start. So we're trying to figure this thing out. Retailers are trying to figure us out. It's we've put a lot of time and effort in it. It's gone very smoothly so far. Um, I like the response we're getting from the retailers that are going to be carrying our goods. So just you know, I don't want to you know, put all the names out there and, you know, there's still some coming in, some, you know, they're going to, you'll just start you seeing who can you say? Well, I mean, the Goulets have put, I mean, it's no secret. The Goulets have put it on their site. Yeah, so. so you can say that the Goulets are getting them. So Pretty, Goulet pens. Yeah. So, I mean, I would just start looking from, from your like favorite retailers. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, those not, Goulets, not, they're tricky, man. They well, know. Not everyone they're like, has, oh, we're just going to put it up now because nobody yeah. else is saying it. They're, they're yeah. Everyone, everyone has the same opportunity. Yep. Um, what they choose to do with their opportunity is on them. So, yeah. Um, I mean, so look, Van- frankly, just as a quick aside, this is what makes them such a great company right they understand yeah. stuff like if yeah. you are one of those retailers and you listen to the show get the page <laughs> up get it up yeah get it up and get the order in but get you know pre-orders, whatever. Um, so apparently a venice has it up on their site they've ordered so they must have it on their site so i don't know how you know what release timelines and all these every retailer does something different right so you know it'll i'm hoping it's going to be at all of our friends that all love us here at the pen Attic podcast so that's the plan yep. so venice have got them up they got the same yep. page up, so it's sold out. They understand what's going on. Yep. So Ed Jelly took some sweet pictures for us. He's our, our official yes, he product did. photographer now. He's on he's on the payroll. Um, I love Ed. He does a great job. I tell him what we want, and he delivers. There's no back and forth. Um, so we have three new colors. It's the Raven exterior, which is black, and the Aqua interior, which is really bright. Then we have the Peacock exterior and charcoal interior. And then we have coffee brown exterior with amethyst purple interior. This, this purple's killing me. It's killing me. So this is a funny thing that Jeff and I crack are cracking up so far. Every picture that people are sending us, like tweeting at us or commenting to us, is all about the purple, the brown and purple. It's killing me. I want it's, it so bad. So far, it is the least ordered item by retailers you know i'm not sharing any like top secret information this is this it's is the lowest unicorn is, all over again right it is i told jeff so like i'm auditing all these cases me and jeff are like going through you know we're hand inspecting every single case do you know to make sure they're up to our quality every time i open up one of those brown cases and that purple hits me i just smile i tell jeff i just keep smiling at this case it's gonna kill and so far, it's been the lowest ordered. <laughs> it's been the lowest order case. That's what happens to our stuff, right? It happens all the time. Yep. You, we talk about how different we sell cases like in person than online. Like we could never sell sky blue and pink online. We couldn't carry enough of it in person once people saw sky blue and pink, right? So it's this purple coffee amethyst is i keep calling it it's the hot fire case that's what i just call it it's it's just so good and i love every i told jeff that peacock and coal is going to be the top seller and i think i'm going to be wrong i think it's going to be the coffee and brown black will sell the most probably just because it's black and that's and it plus the blue came off really really good um with that so but um something about this brown and purple really is really cool so um but this this is a start we're starting slow. Um, you know, I've contacted maybe like seven retailers. You know, it's, we're not going full bore wide open yet. We're still having to manage inventories at first and things like that. So it's going to be a process for us. It's going to be a process for the retailers working with us. We appreciate their patience. They've been wonderful to work with so far. They understand everything we're doing and we're trying to do right by them. And uh, I think we are. And uh, I hope the products do really well for them. You know, I hope. Yeah, of course. As always, I have a million questions. Sure. 
So these colors, are they only available through external retailers, not from you? No, they will eventually be through us. We just don't know when. We're definitely so There's that's a hard an thing. Exclusivity period because of re- because of the amount you can make effectively. Right, 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 right. But it's it's not a hard fast line. Right. It's just kind of depends. We don't want to um, take away from our retailers. So we don't want, there's no reason for us to launch the product ahead or at the same time of a retailer. You know, we mm-hmm. want them to, we want to manufacture cases. We want them to sell our cases. At some point, we will have them up on our site in the same colors. But we're basically giving the retailers a head start, if you will. I want them to be able to sell the cases first. I think sure. that's a good business practice. There's no, they wouldn't enjoy it if we launched before them. It's kind of defeats the purpose of doing that. So, you know, that's, that's kind of how I see that. There's no hard, fast rule because all retailers go at different paces, right? I don't know when they're going to put them up. I can't wait forever. You know, at some point I'm going to put them up for sale on my site. It's just not going to be before or at the same time. All right. Hot seat question for you. Sure. Any uh, outside of U.S. retail? Discussions. <laughs> um, there's discussions happening. It is extremely difficult. Um, yep. With our price point to make it worth everybody's while. We're trying hard. We've had conversations. We've had phone calls. It's not there yet. It's We're really trying. So, I what mean, I don't have any hard? more details than that. <laughs> cost. So, I mean, cost of goods, cost of shipping, mm-hmm. cost of, you know, what, you know, the retailer will have to sell it for. The prices um, can be higher. Conversion though, right? conversion like, rates. Yeah, the price would definitely be higher because you wouldn't have to pay the shipping. So there's that. It's it's definitely like a math problem. And that's what we're going through right now. Because, you know, if you charge like 35 US, you could just charge 35 local currency. And typically that's going to be more. I mean, right. you know this. I'm yes. Not you no, these are the conversations. Right. These are the conversations that we're having. It's just not straightforward. It's a difficult thing. No, it's not. It's not, which is why it's a hot seat question because there's no good answer for it for anyone, right? Because everybody wants it. We're trying. We really want that to happen. That's one of the questions we get. Will you have, you know, a retailer in Europe? Will you have a retailer in Asia? So that's the things we're working on. The reason I asked you this is because there's people asking in the chat room. I didn't come up with that question myself. (laughs) (laughs) That's one of the most common questions we get um, right now. And all I can say is it's a work in progress. It, nothing's a done deal. Nothing's set in stone. And it's not easy. It's it's a difficult proposition. We hope to make it work. That's that's the plan. When are these expected to start going on sale? Oh, gosh. Probably as soon as next week. Because the stock is on its way, right? Yeah. And these are the ones We've, that are being made by the vetted third party? Yep. Yep. All of these are made with our... Uh, contract manufacturer here in the u.s and they look really really good i love that you're perfect that. it's like what? you can't you can't help yourself but what? say like here in the u.s i know how important it is i mean to you. well it's part the of thing. the brand it's massively important you guys is, have built it, the fact that you're made in the u.s company like your labels have said that like it's right. important no for us it's a big deal for me on the pen addict and talking about other brands, I don't care where they're made. I just want them to be upfront and honest. Mm-hmm. I, what I want a company to do is say, my product is made in Bangladesh, and here's why it is awesome. And I'm proud of that fact. I don't think that's too much to ask for. No. no you obfuscating. Get- obfuscating. Makes it look like you're hiding. It makes it look like you're hiding. This notebook is made in China. We work with this killer factory. They made these products to the perfect spec that we made. The paper's awesome. I love how the binding come out. These notebooks are great. I don't understand. If you don't believe enough in your product to do that, then that's where questions come in. So, yeah. yes, it's a big deal for us to be made in the U.S. That's what our company is going to be built around. It's um, a pillar of knock because it's the way yes. you started, right? Right, right. But I, I say that as... Two different people, right? Like, I don't, as a consumer, 
I don't care where your product's made. Like, I'm not going to knock someone for not being made in the U.S. I am going to knock someone for not believing enough in their product to own where it's being manufactured. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Okay. So I, I don't completely want to, agree with you. It's like I don't want to have this U.S. manufacturing versus you know China manufacturing talk because I think it's irrelevant in the big picture. You know, it doesn't mean anything China about are, quality. It means literally nothing exactly. about quality. Exactly. You know, like it, it, and it's not even a price thing. It's nothing. It's just where you say. Yep. And if you have them made in Belgium, just just say it. Be be proud yeah. of it. Right. right, but I think that there's this whole thing now about made in America. Like it's like this incredible badge of honor. Like you have to yeah. say it, otherwise you may as well have not had them made at all. So I yes. agree with what you're saying. Like made in America, it doesn't. It's not a thing that obviously I care about. Right, I would prefer made in the UK. Right, sure, because it's you know it's my economy. But right, it, right, it is. It's about being upfront. That's that's what yes. the made in America thing means to me. It's like you're just being upfront about where it's coming from. Yep. Like I could personally care less if it was made in America because I have not got any patriotism for it. You know, right? I mean, right. I know that's why a lot of companies do it, and I think it's part of why you right. do it. Like you guys are proud that you make them in the U.S. Like it's part yeah. of your whole thing. You know, you, yeah. you name your products after pl- the place where it's all made, right? <laughs> yeah. Um. So, so yeah, yeah, when I put my when I put my knock hat on. It's super important that it's made in America because that's what our company is built on, yeah, right? It's the brand. I mean, that's been our goal for our brand. I mean, we have the flag on the back of our notebooks that uh, that our friend Hey Matthew designed. That's just this killer flag logo. I mean, it's important. All of our stuff's made in the U.S. Yeah, you like know? it would be kind of scandalous if you had them made in Bangladesh for that <laughs> yeah, reason, yeah. right? Because it's like yeah. it's it's undermining what you're talking yeah. about outwardly. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. massive diversion, but. It's yeah, a- but it's an important topic, and I, I wanted to get just the general thoughts on that too, right? Like, I love that we're made in the U.S. Everything's going to be made in the U.S. for for knock, and that's I don't care where other companies make their products as long as they're say that this is where they're made, and it's awesome because of that. You know, just stand behind where your yep. products are made. If you don't believe enough in your product to say that, then I don't believe in enough in you as a company. So. That's that. Anyway, all right. I want to get back onto it because yeah, sorry. the the video that we shot for Goulet Pins came out this week as well. We did this at the Atlanta Pin Show. It's a fantastic video. I've watched it a couple times. I think we did a really good job. But there's so much that has changed. Like in it's been six months since we shot that video. There's so much different that things that did not happen that we the said Lanier were gonna happen. Didn't even exist then. The Lanier right. didn't exist. We're talking about buying a cutting machine and hiring more employees. We actually fired our employees, didn't buy a cutting machine because we found someone that could um, make them for us at a better pace. I, we talked about this a few months ago mm-hmm. um, when we were talking about doing the made to order stuff about how we had to make some really hard decisions. So like within a month after that video, we kind of changed about two months after that video, the path of not changed. And, you know, everything I said on the video at the time was very, very true. Um, it just happens that things change in the span of six months and a bunch of the manufacturing stuff changed. It's not all in-house. Um, we realized that that was not going to be doable for us, mostly from a money perspective. Like we have no investors, you know, we have no seed money, no back capital. It's me and Jeff. So we don't have 200 grand from some investor saying, hey, you know, let's build out a 20 person workshop and build it all in house. You know, we don't have that um, type of flexibility. So we had to make some hard decisions. And finally, what we think came out to be like a really, really good decision um, because we found someone that could, could meet our quality standards with the, uh, with our manufacturer. So it's been really good changes, but there's a lot of information in that, video that was true at the time that's not true currently so i just wanted to point that out i mean it's no no big deal but you know we definitely talk about things and um you know um you know about having employees and buying a kind of machine and making it all in-house and you know things have changed man you guys just don't stop right it's really busy right now and i'm really happy so we're doing um I don't know. We're, we're, we're definitely stressing like all in a good way. It's, I'm super busy right now. 
which is good. Got anything else? I don't even know. (laughs) (laughs) Anything else you wanted to add? Um, Brass Towns are coming later than Lanier's. Are they the same colors? I mean, Lanier's, Sinclair's, but they'll be in the same colors. Yeah. Jeez. And then, uh, so future planning, you know, people want to, people, as soon as these hit and then the Brass Towns hit, people will start wanting lookouts and things like that. So that's in the works for down the line. It's not an imminent thing, but we're, we're trying to figure this all out. It's, we can't go guns blazing right out the gate for the same reasons we couldn't start our own factory. You know, it costs money and it takes time. So we're working on it. Things are like super trending up. Things are going really, really well. And we're busting our butts to make it happen. Pin show planning is starting to happen for 2017. So I'm starting to get those questions. I don't have answers for you yet. Although I know we're doing Atlanta and we're doing DC and then everything else is kind of up in the air. So I know a bunch of people are asking is not going to be at this show. We're going to, now that we have started the, down this path to where we'll have some inventory, we're going to try to be at some of the shows on our own this year. I just don't know what that is going to be yet, but we are working on it and you will know as soon as we know. Man, I can't even believe we're thinking about that already. I know. I'm getting a lot of questions about what shows we're going to be at for 2017. And I'm like, wow, this is a thing already. Like, I mean, for serious, we need to start thinking about the Kickstarter again in like two months. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> so fast. I can't believe it. I can't believe yep. it. Yep. So you got to get your brain racking on the, the oh uh, thing for this year. I already have a headache. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's all good. Just really, really busy. If you want to catch the show notes for this week, head on over to relay.com fm slash panaddict slash 227 thank you so much to our fantastic sponsors the great folk over at harry's and squarespace if you want to find brad online he is at the panaddict wait your panaddict or is it the panaddict how have i forgotten the panaddict.com i'm uh both remember both. you made me buy the yeah, panaddict because com. i kept getting it wrong the panaddict.com yep. he's panaddict on instagram dowdy is on twitter i am at imike i am yke on twitter and instagram and you can find some more of my interesting work over at youtube.com slash mike hurley thank you as always for listening to this show we'll be back next time until then say goodbye brad goodbye brad <laughs>